With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Dan Connery Show. Blue collar common sense. Common sense solutions. That's where we have to go if we're going to save our state and save our country. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. We as Americans have the capacity now as we've had in the past to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Common sense has become an uncommon commodity. Now Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Good morning, Madison. Good morning, Wisconsin. Good morning, America. Especially if you're listening on iHeartRadio, we sure do thank you for that. And good morning, Sean Preble. How you doing, my friend? Doing well. You know, today should be International Ballerina Day. Really? Yeah, because it's... I, uh... It's two two. I'm confused. <laughs> oh, it's two two. Oh man, that's brilliant. That is brilliant, man. All right. Oh, it's horrible. Get the feeling we're gonna get the feeling we're gonna be two old guys in the home one day. Hey, kid, come here. I got another joke I want to tell you. Yes. That didn't suck too bad, did it? <laughs> and it's like we both had that uncle, right? Like, hey, hey, I got another one. Come here. I got to tell you the joke. And uh, good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. That is the comedy musings of uh, Sean Preble. I'm Dan Connery. If you'd like to give us a call today, it's 321 It's so stupid. I got to keep laughing now. 321 Toll free. 877-235-1310. Kind of a busy day today. We had the President of the United States <clears throat> uh, after... Um, uh, General Kelly came out yesterday during the uh, usual uh, uh, daily briefing at the White House. Uh, I didn't. I don't. I don't say press conference because uh, you know you don't get a lot of press sometimes when you go when you're listening to the back and forth between some of the uh, correspondents. And uh, now it's uh, Sean Spicer. But I, uh, you know, I was a little taken aback when General Kelly came out last night because Sean. I'm enough of a loser where I'm watching the press uh, conference every day. I, I've got to watch that. It's just it's a fun show. Yes. Because uh, Sean Spicer is getting a little, getting a little testy every day, a little blowback, and I, I don't mind that at all. Uh, but I, I, I do want my team to be well-informed before they do that and they, they go out there. And, and General, General Kelly is uh, a, a guy who I like very much, and um, I, I've respected some of his uh, comments and his analysis prior to the election. Um, there are things that have to be done as far as foreign policy is concerned. Many of us have been outraged by the relationship that uh, President Obama had with Iran. Um, you've heard me comment on this time and time again. Um, but when you finally you finally hear the language that you want to hear and you say to yourself, all right, so what do we do now? Because I was very critical of uh, President Obama when he drew the line in Syria, when he's when he's come out and said muscular things about certain um, uh, countries and certainly despots that we would consider enemies. I uh, and now I ask myself, all right, what do we plan on doing? And uh, does this play right into the hands of those who uh, accused Mr. Trump of potentially being a, a tyrant? 
And uh, again, I'm I I don't want to seem wimpy here. And Sean, I'll ask you uh, first today because I. I'm, I'm not. I'm not apoplectic. I'm not melting down here. That's not what I do, and not who I am. Uh, but I do believe intelligence when it comes to foreign policy. I do believe in uh, diplomacy when it comes to foreign policy. Uh, do you think that statement yesterday by General Kelly was a little too much? And do you think it's a? Does it create uh, a next step that you have to take? I guess that's the, the that's the best concern I can. Uh, best way I can describe my concern. <laughs> Is do you do you create another level that you have to go now by virtue of General Kelly's uh, warning that you are now officially on notice? And uh, so I try to be reasonable in my uh, my bias here, and so I'm trying to uh, analyze this as fairly as I can. It reminds me a little bit of the red line comment that Obama made. Is that is okay? What exactly we use these words, but what does it mean? Now, what's frustrating and what what I think angers most of us, myself included, is when President Obama said that it literally meant nothing. It didn't mean a thing in Syria. The question is, when you're putting a country on notice. We don't know what that means, but if if something else happens, let's say they launch another missile or test this or do that or whatever, what do how do we respond? How do we react? If the rea- response to putting a country on notice is to do nothing, much like telling a country there's a red line not to cross, we do nothing. Right. That's where the, I think the problem comes up. I think simply saying it, it may be confusing, uh, but it also may kind of leave the vagueness out there to if you're Iran saying we may not want to do anything because we don't really know specifically what we're being told. That's what not I'm hoping. To do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. I, I all right. Uh, now. Uh, Team Trump has now opened the door, and now there's room for interpretation. But guess what? There's room for interpretation on the part of the bad guy. I think uh, we'd all uh, say comfortably right now the leadership of Iran is considered the bad guy. No doubt about it. They've violated um, several of the U.N. uh, resolutions, and they've done that time and time again. They've tested the Obama administration to the point where it became boring because you knew there'd be no response. You knew after the capture of an American vessel— and the uh, the detention of American personnel or, or American Navy personnel, and still, what still annoys me about that whole situation, has how they went after the young officer who was obviously the CO. Somebody had to pay a price there, and I knew that young CO was that a young officer was going to pay that price for the sheer fact of the uh, John Kerry strikes again. People forget uh, what John Kerry did shortly after that whole incident. Uh, I want to thank our uh, Iranian uh, uh, counterparts for treating. The uh, naval uh, personnel so well, they humiliated them. They uh, to the point where they were making them admit things, admit things that they did not do, and to the point where we had navy personnel crying. And uh, it it is what it is. So you know, I, I don't want to uh, pile on, but the fact is, we've got to uh, we've got to uh, accept the fact that the, I believe there is going to be a next step, and there is going to be. I think a very, very resolute action from the United States. Now it's a brand new ball game. Uh, are you nervous? Three two one thirteen ten. Three two one thirteen ten. Toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. I haven't forgot about Berkeley, gang. We're going to get into that and uh, something here about the University of Wisconsin a new policy. I'm not crazy about either. Dan Connery Show News Talk thirteen ten WIBA. We shall return. Is the Dan Connery Show on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. 321-1310. 321-1310. Toll free. 
235-1310. I, um, yeah, you just, uh, when the rubber meets the road and the administration has come out and said something very definitive, and, and I agree with it. I, I, I certainly do agree that uh, we had to let Iran know something new is in town and something different may occur if you cross that line. And I don't think uh, Donald Trump would give the green light to uh, General uh, uh, Flynn to come out and uh, use that language. That language was discussed. That language was, uh, let's face it, uh, Donald Trump is the only one who, uh, pardon me, President Trump is the only one who comes out and will hit you with a knee-jerk or a late-night tweet. Uh, General Flynn, obviously there was some uh, uh, discussion of that phrase before he came out and used it, and you, you don't bring out your secretary of, um, so pardon me, the National Security Advisor to come out and make a statement like that. Very, very interesting stuff. And does Iran take the hint? Does Iran um, shut down their testing and shooting of a ballistic missile? Um, I guess the general question is, before I start picking up calls here, uh, is a <clears throat> is a conflict or a conf- conflagration uh, a reality with the Trump administration? And it would would it be wrong if that happened to you? Um, would it be wrong in your mind to say, listen, we've been threatening these folks, we've been warning these folks, we've been admonishing these folks, and we have been spending money on a lot of these folks uh, to the point where we're getting the money used against us? President Barack Obama, like a cartel drug dealer, literally dropped pallets, pallets of hundreds of millions of dollars into Iran. Uh, President Obama, down with his homies who released uh, into the streets of the United States, gun-toting uh, kilo-selling individuals. We know where President Obama stands. We know he's down with the homies and down with the, the perps. That's that's where his uh, life lies. Uh, until they meet and realize he's this guy's a privileged uh, snowflake. Uh, let's take Bob on line one. He's been very patient. Hey, Bob, how you doing? You're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today. Go right ahead. Hi, Dan. I think this is what they call on the trade, preparing the battlefield. So I'm hoping that it is a diplomatic battlefield. But Flynn's comments yesterday, in concert with what uh, U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley said, that this right. is unacceptable and we are going to be loud and we are going to be vocal about this, I would see a, a potential of uh, snapback sanctions or revisiting the U.N. Security Council vote. Um, I think we, we shouldn't forget that not only was there a missile uh, test, there also was a, a coal-style attack on a Saudi ship, what they thought potentially was, was a U.S. ship. So right. it, it's simmering. It's been going on. And I think, uh, you know, it's time that somebody takes it seriously. And, and I think, uh, I mean, I called for this a couple of days ago. I didn't think it was going to happen this fast, but I, it's, it's on, it's on uh, the administration's but radar. Bob, and Bob, you very wisely say on the diplomatic battlefield right now, you and I both know uh, that the muftis and the uh, and the the ayatollahs uh, tend not to uh, sit down uh, to have an exchange of lofty and uh, and peaceful ideas. That's not going well, what, to happen. Well, what about this? What about this narrative, Dan? I saw it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, everybody on the left was criticizing the administration for the ties to Russia. How are you going to confront Iran? Because Iran right. is, is right. Russia is uh, you know working with Russia. How are you going to confront them if something goes down? Well, it just happened. And I didn't hear Russia brought up once yesterday, except for yeah, what's going which on in is, Ukraine. 
And it's very telling for the sheer fact you had, once again, you have an, a, a previous administration that was immature, feckless, and really unprepared uh, for the world stage. Everybody talks about Hillary flying all over the world and John Kerry flying all over the world and their, their uh, in insurmountable foreign policy history and their gravitas in such situations. And we joked about it yesterday. Uh, one imbecile brought out a, a red a, a reset button and the other imbecile brought... Uh, uh, oh, God, I forgot his name. Uh, uh, the singer. Uh, Preble, give me a name. <laughs> Wait, sorry. This you is got the, a friend. The, the, oh, uh, 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 oh, my god. You gosh. got a friend. N- Newman, Newman. James Taylor. James oh, Taylor. Taylor. It just Taylor. flew into my head. Yeah, James. just flew into my head. Thank you. And and the other imbecile brought James Taylor. And uh, yeah, I know James Taylor. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey, I got it. First, I got to kick Carly's ass. And then I'll sit down and start singing. You got a friend. Uh, th- this was an unprepared, inexperienced, very immature administration, starting with Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton and John Kerry. Naive, uh, worshiping at the uh, the ignorance altar, worshiping at the inexperience altar. John Kerry was not experienced. Hillary Clinton was not experienced. They were ignorant. Uh, just because you're, you get elected to the U.S. Senate and you get on a plane and you fly all over. And this is how the thought, I swear to you, this is how they think. And I met enough from them to know, well, if I fly here and here and here and here and here, and by the way, do you think I'm going to criticize uh, my team on this? Yes. Rudy Giuliani, in preparation for what he thought was going to be his future position, would literally just book flights. Oh, I got to get to this part of the world. I got to get to that part of the world. I got to do that. Just so I'm not, uh, I'm not pulling punches on either side here, because the political class will really think that if you just land on the uh, on the country's soil, bam, you got foreign policy experience. I'll take a Rex Tillerson any day. I'll take a Rex Tillerson who has flown and dealt with these people from a business point of view, from a right or wrong point of view. You see, you staying with me now? Is it all working out for you? And, uh, Bob, I, don't, I, I, I appreciate your call today, and I think you're right. Because, uh, again, you know, when the rubber meets the road, when you decide, all right, we're going to be big boys and girls now, not like the, the romper room that we had in the previous administration. Uh, so, uh, and we lost to uh, uh, a Navy SEAL uh, in an operation that was uh, okayed by President Trump, and it was putting uh, boots on the ground and getting inside uh, to a location to uh, gather intelligence. And you had women who took up arms to fight the, the members of this operation and special forces. So, uh, is there going to be a new day going down the road here? Is there going to be a new reality going down the road? Yeah, I do believe there is. But I also believe there is a, 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 a brand new maturity and uh, a, a brand new way of letting other countries know, yeah, we're not playing ball anymore. I hope you wake up to this. And I was struck by uh, retired Army uh, four-star General Brennan last night uh, on the uh, one of the cable shows that came out and said, it's about time. This is long overdue. And um, uh, it, we'll, we'll start out diplomatically. And I go with uh, Bob. Uh, it should start on the, um, it should start on the uh, diplomatic field of uh, – of conflict, if you will. Uh, if you want to give us a call today, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Um, after we come back from the break, we're certainly going to talk about the the Berkeley experience last night. And I, I think this rises to a uh, much lar- larger level. Um, you know, Milo is an interesting cat, and uh, I, I've never really wanted him to be a guest on the show. And I um, he says very provocative things that I laugh my rear end off at sometimes, and he demolishes people in um, you know, one or two sittings, and uh, I find it pretty pretty funny, quite frankly. Um, but uh, the fact is, when you have a 
a, a, a campus and you have uh, administration and faculty and uh, and the mayor of Berkeley come out and use the language that they did last night. This is got, we're, we're in need of a conversation here and a very serious one. 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. That's Sean Free. We'll take on your calls. I'm Dan Connery. News Talk 1310, WIBA. at 321-1310, toll free at 1-877-235-1310, or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Welcome back. Good morning, everybody. Dan Conry Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. If you'd like to give us a call, it's 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. All right, let's go to school, everybody, and let's go to the campus, and let's sit down and we'll talk. We'll have a little drum circle, we'll get together, we'll exchange ideas, we'll measure the validity of those ideas, and we'll see whether or not we're offended. Um, <clears throat> I, I saw a lot of analysis last night, starting out at, uh, um, I guess it was around 9 o'clock, nine, between 9 and 10, I'm starting to see the stories come out of Berkeley, and, and uh, I'm asking myself, what would you do, and Preble, I, I'm going to ask you this question first today. If you have somebody who's going to come speak at your campus, and, and let's let's take a, a, a let's say Al Franken, United States Senator, uh, slave to the left, slave to a secular progressive uh, degenerate uh, uh, communist uh, philosophy, and they all pretend to be. Well, just really good Democrats. No, you're communists. You are absolute communist and anarchist to your bone. I uh, I, I would. I would say to myself, how would I treat that liberal individual on the college campus? How, how would I treat that secular progressive communist of the Democrat Party? And what would the reaction be of the administration? Now, Sean Preble, did I, did I or did I not say to you over the last couple of weeks that uh, law enforcement won't talk about it, but I will? That a lot of the stories that come out of the campus of, of racial intolerance and incidents tend to be BS for the most part. Tend to be uh, garbage stories created by. And and what happened today, Sean? Uh, we found out that uh, the kid uh, did the graffiti himself. Some of them are ding dong. We need some attention up in here, yo. That's what happened. And <laughs> it is what it is. Now law enforcement won't discuss it, but Dan Conry does. Been talking about it for a long time. Most of the stories. Now I want I want my secular progressive communist friends to lean in very closely to the radio now. Are BS stories. They're full of crap. Ask yourselves why your team need that amount of lies and continual lies and continually fake generated stories uh, and and walking or running around the campus. Uh, you hear. You hear news stories and you read the stories lately. It seems, Sean, is it you, me or you? Uh, is everybody literally getting raped on the college campus today? It seems like it is. In, in print, it seems like, uh, oh, everybody's getting raped up a hill. Uh, is, is it me, Sean? Or every day we're like, there's a rape culture, rape culture. Uh, it's like they don't have the time to just crawl out of the, uh, you know, the, their victim area. Everybody's, we're getting raped. It, it's, it's time to calm down and shut your mouth. 
Open up your minds, start to read, start to collect yourselves. And for every parent out there who's paying the bill, yeah, I would send a letter to the administration, and I would get in contact with other parents. Time for some class action. What? Class action suits. You know, the gathering of uh, uh, complainants. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, let me, I'll, all right, I'll try it again. Call a lawyer, all of you, call a lawyer. Start suing the campus. Start suing the administration. Everybody get raped over here, man. It's time for the BS to stop. Hands up, don't shoot, lie. BS, shut your mouth. Clean yourselves up, get up, go to work. Wash yourself down, release your crotch, put the 40 ounce down. I don't care if it's a liberal's going to campus, and I don't care if it's a conservative going to campus. or If you can't control yourself for 15 minutes to sit down and listen to other people's words, you don't belong on the college campus. Your brain is inferior. If you're somebody who walks onto the college campus and decides, well, we're just not getting enough attention to our cause. So we need to sit back and we'll just, you know, put some swath stickers on the door. Well, you know, we'll light some stuff on fire. It's going to be great. The kids are going to love it. Now, Sean, you're asking me whether or not I've been consistent on this. Do you remember a uh, a candidate for office here in the state of Wisconsin? I guess it was about three years ago, and he had an assistant on his team. I'm not mentioning any names today. He had an assistant on his team who had to be a young man. who was a Republican candidate, and young man happened to be gay. And a story came out that he was attacked uh, while uh, door knocking and giving out uh, the pamphlets and and campaigning for this individual, and he wound up in the paper, and uh, there was many stories about this, and I looked at the photograph online, and I listened to his story, and I knew immediately the kid was full of, full of crap. As a courtesy, I, I, I called this guy up, and I, I called the, the campaign staff up, and I said, listen, do yourself a favor right now. Distance yourself from this kid because he's full of crap. He's lying. Uh, the response to me was from the uh, team individual's uh, team. Uh, yes, we want. Uh, and meanwhile, I'm an experienced New York City police detective who was also certified down in the state of Florida. Been around the block. I've also been active in, in talk radio for many, many years up to that point. Where you know, most of us, if we uh, put out a story, we try we try to source it to a degree. And this experienced New York City police detective called. Took the time out to call this individual. And said, "Yeah, don't go with this cat. He's lying." And the response was, uh, do you have some sort of connection at the Madison Police Department? No, I have eyes and a brain, which obviously you've surrendered for a couple of days. And uh, you didn't look at the photograph and listen to the victim's story. Well, you would learn something. So uh, I try to help. I try to put my voice out there. Now, I, I, I rarely talk to anybody. If they want to talk to me or be on the show, they usually contact me. That's the way I like it now. Three, two, why am I so annoyed today, Sean? I, am I cranky? I'm definitely cranky today. A little bit, yeah, a I'm, little bit. I'm not myself. I'm just not myself. I, I just don't want to. <laughs> I just, Sean, when you see stories like this, I mean, I, I know you can. T you take this stuff in stride. You've been in news for a long time, so it's it nothing really shocks you anymore. And I should be the same way. But it's it's when I get the message from leadership. The mayor of Berkeley came mm -hmm. out. We will not tolerate hatred and hate speech. The, the protests moved to his streets. The protests moved to destroy property. The protests were breaking windows, automobiles, houses. Uh, they're just anarchists who uh, took over the uh, uh, the event yesterday. And these were anarchists who took over an event and were talking about the speaker. I don't give a crack a crap about the speaker. It, you know, if uh, go ahead. 
It's a college environment. The point, and and maybe I maybe I'm mistaken here, and judging by the behavior of some, maybe it's not an adult situation. But I think when you're college age, whether you agree or disagree with somebody, you should be able to and 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 comprehend somebody who you may disagree with. May, you should be able to sit down and listen to them. You may learn something. Right. You may gain some understanding. It may also reinforce your personal beliefs as to why that individual is wrong. It's not like this guy was invited, this Milo guy invited to a high school somewhere. Not that uh, rioting right. or violence is ever acceptable, but I could see some pushback. But if it's a college campus, Different opinions are important, especially those that you very much so disagree with. I think it's important to listen to them. Do you know when I got hit with the rules of right and wrong in my house, uh, Sean? By the time you hit junior high school, uh, the party was over. You knew right from wrong. Uh, My parents, neither one of them, if you got arrested and you got charged as an adult, they were okay with that. Uh, they do not subscribe to the uh, the pablum. Well, he's just a, he's just a high school kid. They make mistakes. They know right from wrong. They might not have the will to control themselves to make that mistake, but they knew they were making a mistake. That's the point my father would always make growing up. Uh, th- that Marine made you pay in blood. Let me be very, very frank and candid here. That Marine made you pay in blood if you made a mistake with him. Uh, he didn't uh, take time to sit down and reflect on the incident, the situation, the words that were exchanged, and uh, maybe we should sing a coexist song. No, he made you pay in blood. Whether he was an adult out in the street somewhere and it was a conflict, or or uh, whether he was in the Marine Corps, whether or, and from his kids, he expected right and wrong. By the time you hit junior high school, the party was over. If you're a moron, if you are stupid, then- with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. That will be acknowledged, and that will be discussed at length. And you will be able to justify your stance, your points, and your beliefs at the end of a conversation. If you can't do that, you are, in fact, a genetic mistake, and we failed. 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Somebody tell me, regardless of the speaker who's on the campus, if, if the conservative group gets together and engages in stupidity, I say shut it down. But that doesn't happen because the conservative way of thinking uh, – inspires and uh, promotes a mature way of thinking, learning how to exchange ideas. I've always said this. If you are a socially promoted fake, uh, uh, fake degreed individual who's promoted to the highest ranks, you're still a moron. You're still an individual who's not capable. And the louder you scream, the more ineffective, incompetent boss you are. 
I've, I've subscribed to that for years. Uh, let's take one call, then we'll take a break. We've got Jay, Jeff, and Mark. Let's go to Jay, who's been very, very patient. Hey, Jay, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today, pal. Hey, good morning, Dan. Yeah, I'm glad you're Welcome. familiar with Ianopoulos. He is a hoot. Um, one of the funniest, smartest uh, guys. Once you get past the flamboyant uh, gayness, uh, he is a brilliant, brilliant man. And throws a And by the way, I've, I, I'm reading some complaints here today that he's not really a conservative. A lot of people have uh, taken the stance that, uh, yeah, Liber- yeah, and Liber- uh, conservative libertarian. He, he describes himself as a conservative uh, and throws a huge monkey wrench into the modern day uh, feminist philosophy of the left that just yeah. drives them bonkers. And I've seen so many videos, so many. Uh, uh, appearances at colleges where they dump red paint on each other, they scream, they yell. He's never lost an argument in, 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 that I have seen. And, and uh, I encourage people to, to, to watch stuff. And once you get past his uh, personality, he's a brilliant, brilliant man. Now, Jay, I have uh, uh, my family married into the Greeks, so I actually can pronounce his last name correctly. Yiannopoulos. And uh, yeah. because I had an uncle, I had Yiannopoulos, uh, I had uncle Theodros and Theodopoulos and, and Pappas, a uh, very good family. And, but, but can, uh, you do, can you do it in Espanol? Yiannopoulos, uh, my friend. No, no, <laughs> I, uh, nice, nice try, my friend, nice try. I get, well, can you do it in uh, uh, Hispanic? Uh, no, but I'll, I'm going to practice. No, okay. How do you ask a questions where you're going to throw stones and you can't even do it? Oh, <laughs> Jay, it's in my I'll nature. <laughs> it's a bit in my I nature. Know. I can't help it. You're a contrarian. I like, actually, I kind of like that. Preble's a contrarian, too. That's what I like about him. Let's go to what Jeff on line two has been very, very patient. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? You're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today. Hey, Dan, I just got one question. Look, we all know that Soros is funding these violent, the, the violent um, sedition, I would say terrorist a- activity. We all know it. The mainstream media is not calling them on it. How come we're not actively, how come we're not going after this guy, okay? This is just horrible. Jeff, I say you got to be able to make a, a case. Number one, you got you need probable cause, obviously reasonable suspicion, and follow the money. Uh, it, it's a well, not, it's not an easy case to make. That's the problem, and you got to marry Soros to the to the actual event. Well, actually, his groups are the ones funding it, and if they're his groups, isn't that a good enough connection? All right, let's let's ask ourselves this question though. Are we okay with the government doing an investigation uh, that hopefully leads us in a direction that takes us to George Soros? Or are we trying to figure out the end of the investigation before we do it? That's where we get into uh, uh, the same accusations that we launched against the IRS, the Department of Justice, uh, the regrettably FBI, uh, who were involved in the warrants that should have never been drawn up in the first place. Uh, well, let's it's, get together a- with Hungary and Russia through Interpol. They've already uh, made him public enemy number one listen uh, jeff i'm not saying there is a, 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 a not enough reasonable suspicion to start an investigation i would launch an investigation because there's enough unrest and damage and property damage and, and uh, physical assaults on the streets uh, to certainly look into it now and now we have an administration that probably will look into it i mean that's the upside of the uh, the question jeff and uh, well, you appreciate your call I, I wonder you know whenever black lives matter burns the store down you know the, the National Guard isn't called out. But, you know, and I, and I hate to say to even engage in identity politics, but if it was white people out there 
raising all kinds of cane, uh, you can uh, you can expect a immediate and harsh response. Jeff, I appreciate the call. Got to go. Uh, Mark is going to be right after the break. This is the Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310 WIBA. This is the Dan Connery Show on 1310 WIBA. Preble, there's a plague on the college campus today. There, there is a, it's, it's a plague that uh, is not easily identified. As researchers and scientists have not reached a, a vaccine level of uh, research yet, but it, it's a plague of anti-intellectualism. It is a plague of rejection of uh, classic education. It is a plague of rejection of civility. It is a plague of entertaining, supporting, and encouraging lying. Uh, the lie is celebrated on the university campus today. Well, Dan, what do you mean by that? Well, let me uh, use the University of uh, uh, Minnesota as an example. Uh, last spring, there was a very, very horrible um, sexual assault situation that took place by many of his athletes on one team and one woman in a bathroom. <clears throat> Uh, to the point where terminations were brought up, and uh, it just it just it was an ugly, ugly deal, and I don't want to go into the details. But when I say that there is a plague of lying on the college campus today, the lies were trying to understand the young athletes. The lie is trying to uh, reconcile some of the behavior and and having an academic uh, discourse over what is savagery, over what is incivility, over what is rejection of. Um, intellect, rigorous thought, and exchange of ideas. That is what's going on the college campus today. Uh, a little story like the the popping up of, of uh, new ideas as, as far as uh, recognizing uh, new young students coming to the University of Wisconsin. And, and I understand that there are uh, poor families out there. I understand that there are families who have, been, who have struggled their entire life. Um, um, I can tell you from my family experience that uh, my parents made it very clear. You want to go to college? Well, work hard. <laughs> Help you pay for it. Uh, that was the uh, the approach. Uh, the rest of my extended family, my cousins, my aunts and uncles and cousins, so who did go to college, it was a uh, there was a, certainly a, you know my first cousins all to a man and woman it went to college. Um, any college credit that I have, I paid for, and uh, that that was there was just no debate on that world. And but there was a brutal honesty in my house. Uh, there was a brutal. Well, I'm looking at your, your behavior right now, and you're this age, and uh, you think you're in a band that's going to make it. Uh, I'm not going to waste a dime sending you to college because your name is Dude right now, Dude. And a uh, Dude, I'm not having that conversation just yet. You're not ready to go. And it was honesty. It was just it was just brutal honesty. Whether you like it or not, that's, that's up to you. So I, I, the acknowledgement of uh, families who might struggle in our society, families who have a young uh, student who's doing very, very well and has a chance to go to a university of Wisconsin-Madison, I mean, in my family, that would be a very big deal. And the idea of offering uh, the first person who's going to college in your family some free tuition at the University of Madison um, my knee jerk I was like, well, what the, wait a minute, you know, what about families who've been sending their kids to uh, University of Wisconsin, uh, Madison, and or anywhere else in the state of Wisconsin? 
you know, what's their deal? Do, does the does the legacy family get a discount? Uh, that's my initial reaction. Then I'm saying to myself, well, you know, there are struggling families out there, and uh, I think it's a good thing if you want to pursue the college education. Um, so I really have no problem with a program like that, and it encourages attendance. But I want my kid to go to a college where there's going to be a free exchange of ideas. I want my kid to go to a college where uh, the mayor of the town, where a lot of the anarchists who started out on the campus came out and started destroying property, uh, need to know right from wrong. And there is a suggestion in our society today that uh, the college university uh, attendee does not know right from They're too young to, uh, to hold expectations. Then do not send your kid to college. If you really feel, don't spend dime one. C- cancel the check. And I, I, I look at the story out of Beloit, and, I, you know, Sean Preble's not the only producer I said this to. I said this to my producer down at WCLO uh, several years ago. And Rosie Stricker looked at me like, I, I, you're, a little, you're a little crazy, Dan. You know, you're a little bit of a, yeah, yeah. Hey, by the end of the day, that story, uh, the story I challenged on that, that got broke. Uh, I believe there should be a stop the lying uh, uh, movement on the campus. Stop the lies. Not everybody's getting raped. Uh, not everybody's walking around the campus being discriminated against. Uh, and it, it seems uh, Sam, anti-Semitism is, the, uh, is recognized only if it serves the narrative to create unrest on the college campus. You need to reject stupid. And if you're a, uh, a, a college president or a member of the staff or faculty, uh, one of my favorite faculty members years ago, uh, about a year and a half ago, we need more muscle over here. Get some more muscle. We gotta get. We gotta shut these uh, conservatives down. I want. I need there to be a movement on the college campus today. Stop the lying. Not everybody's getting raped. Uh, not everybody is a victim. Uh, you have the uh, the white privilege class at the University of Wisconsin. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And that nice young man, the Ph.D. student who was interviewed uh, about three weeks ago, and Sean and I seemed like a nice kid, but uh, he said, oh, it's very, very dangerous on campus. Very, very dangerous up in here. What the, What in the hell does that mean? Tell me how you're offended. Somebody stop the, the BS, sit down, sit in front of a camera, or stand with a, a, a reporter and explain to me how exactly you are offended. Are you able to get out of bed that morning? Yes. Are you able to go to the bathroom and wipe yourself and clean yourself down and wash yourself down? Yes. Okay, we're in a good direction so far. Uh, The professionally offended are starting to cost us money. The professionally offended are starting to cost us property damage. The professionally offended are, are suing us and getting a check. That's not good. Time for the lies to stop. Lying. Pathological. The Department of Justice, up until the inauguration of Donald Justice, pathological liars. Attorney General Lynch and uh, Attorney General Holder, socially promoted uh, fake degrees. Mm, me offended. I'm offended at the stupidity that takes place today in our society. And, you know, and, and because you, you're angry because you have to demote and start to uh, terminate some of these uh, fake degreed individuals, you rose to the top of the heap. And now you re- now you have to admit, yeah, the 1980s are coming back to bite us up. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On the ass, isn't it? Uh, we need to offer an opportunity uh, for this situation. Shamalama uh, ding dong. We need to. Uh, <clears throat> congratulations, you're a sergeant of police now. Oh, that's great. Except I'm dealing with a moron who should have never been a police officer, never mind a sergeant of police. Mother of God. Just, it's just stupid. And I, I, I think we should start giving out stupid awards on the, on the college campus. University, uh, what do you say? I think it's a great idea. You, pathological liar. If three fake reports come out of one campus, we need to start uh, questioning uh, state uh, and federal funds. How's that? If three confirmed fake reports come out of your campus, and yeah, we got to sit down with you folks. we got to figure out what you're doing wrong. The, the professionally offended society is welcome to join the meeting, by the way. 321-1310, toll free. 877-235-1310 mm, is not a response, by the way. I will not accept that today. Let's go to Scott online, one has been very kind to call in. Hey, Scott, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Hey, Dan. Uh, two quick things. Regarding the merit of getting in, um, that that's pretty important. I've never seen a metric on all of the, the kids they let in that were underprivileged or may not have had the grades but had the right skin color or the right uh, – uh, lack of uh, affluence uh, and ability. Well, the right to being get discriminated in. against, the right being offended, the exactly. right exactly, uh, and that's yeah. that's the problem because really, you throw a, a child uh, that isn't prepared into a, into a real rigorous education, um, they're going to fail. You're setting them up to fail, and so I would be interested in seeing that to see what is the metric of of that success rate. The other thing I wanted to say, while this sounds really great, Rebecca Blank, uh, you know, coming up with this free year of tuition thing. Well, wait a second here. The UW has been claiming poverty while hiding over a billion dollars from not only taxpayers but legislature. This is nothing but of let's throw out this feel-good policy and make those ogres in the Wisconsin legislature because they are looking at the university system very closely now for their actions. This is a way of getting those guys to kind of go, oh, I don't know. We don't want to look like bad guys. Uh, we already have. And, and by the way, I like want to thank the, there was a caucus. There was a caucus in the legislature, the accounting uh, accounters uh, yeah. caucus, who discovered that billion dollars. And I, I compliment them every day for that discovery. And uh, Scott, uh, here's a, economics 101. I'm going to ask you a question. Yep. When uh, the chancellor says it's going to be free, is it really free? Of course not. Of course not. Yeah, thank you. For that. Mm, I'm offended. You should not have said that. Uh, it's unbelievable, Scott. And uh, you're you're offensive. And Scott, you're an evil, evil person who's calling for uh, um, standards and a certain level of critical thinking. Uh, you must be stopped. Uh, no doubt about it. And uh, we've got to take a break. We're out of time here. Uh, sorry, Sean. Three two one thirteen ten. Toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. Dan Connery Show News Talk thirteen ten WIBA. Now, more blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. All right, I'm going to let my friend Sean Preble calm me down here. I'm going to bring myself back to reality here. I don't know why, you know, when I hear obvious lies and I, I hear obvious reports of fake and lies, and I just get annoyed. You know why that happens to me, Sean Preble? I'll tell you why. Why's that? It's... They're not paying attention to Dan Connery and Sean Preble anymore. They're not listening to the show. 
because I, how many how, for how many months have I told you these college kids they they keep doing the same thing it's the same mo it's the same lie uh, different victims just uh, switch out the professionally offended title and, and so in other words people are, when I was a young uh, individual I, I listened to talk radio I listened to the news every day and um, I, I was encouraged to listen to uh, the opposing point of view my dad demanded that my brother and I read the New York Times, even though he knew it wasn't the old gray lady anymore. He just said, you need to read it. Just read it. Uh, know your facts. And, and after you think something is wrong in that newspaper, discover for yourself how it's wrong or why it's a fake story. And he, this was years ago, well before it was fashionable to call something fake news. And uh, I, I, my question to you, Sean, is why are they not listening to Dan Connery and Sean Preble having a decent <laughs> conversation in the morning? It's- why is this happening? And it it does. It's one of those things too, where when as somebody, and I think we all are. I'm not saying I'm unique in this, but very concerned about some of the threats that that maybe certain vulnerable segments may face. And then you hear these stories of things being fabricated and faked. Rather than the discussion being about legitimate concerns, it's about why is why are these people so full of crud? Why do they feel the need to perpetuate these type of myths when when in reality they may not be going on at all? They take away from and, and and you just said take away. That's the great words because you take away from legitimate cases of sexual assault, bigotry, racism. Because I know that has not been evaporated from our uh, that has not gone from society. I know that um, and there are legitimate cases of discrimination that I want looked at. I want checked. I want investigated. Uh, I don't want that in my society. And we collectively want to get together and say, hey, there's no racism, there's no prejudice, there's no discrimination. We know that's never going to go away completely in our society. We know that. Uh, but if you keep running around the college campus saying the sky is falling and you stop getting the attention, what happens? You start to join your anarchist friends who go outside the Berkeley campus and destroy uh, public and private property. And then you have a leader, a communist leader mayor in uh, in Berkeley, California. We just wanted to stop the hatred and the, and, and the hate speech is terrible. It's speech number one. Let's let's reel it in. Just call it a speech. You may not like the speech. You may be offended by the speech. You might consider the speech hatred. But if your response is joining the anarchist and the Democrat Communist Party in destroying your own neighborhoods, in destroying your own private property, in destroying your own quality of lives, i.e., south side of Chicago, uh, then you then you've surrendered any intellectual rigor, and you've proven to me that you do not have the ability. To have discourse, you do not have the ability to debate me when I challenge your uh, savage behavior. And, and and this message should be screamed throughout the entire university system in Wisconsin and in full 50 states. Stop the ignorance. Stop the lying. If you pay attention to the Dan Connery show and listen to the conversation of Sean Preble and Dan Connery, oh, let's say about a year ago, you would know that we know you're lying about the assaults. We know you're lying about the, um, the uh, if it's a sign or it's a rope hanging on the campus, it's garbage. It's BS. And, uh, and I hate to reach that conclusion, especially as a former detective, because you don't rule out anything and you don't rule out any suspects. You don't, you don't close your case because you got one guy or one gal. Let's go to uh, Kathy online. One has been very, very patient. Hey, Kathy, you're on the Dan Connery show. Thanks for your time today. Go right ahead. Hi, Dan. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a sister that works for the school district in Woodstock, Illinois. They are telling all their employees to um, watch out because 
uh, Trump is going to take away all funding for uh, pre-K in all the schools. And so these, all these teachers and employees are just furious and hateful. And, I'm, and that's I, why you kept your child at home today. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's my grandchild. She's only three and a half. But um, it, there's, I mean, do you know, they, she said that um, Trump was saying this on the campaign trail. I don't remember him saying this. And, yeah. and, and, and that's also an assault against DeVos, who's, uh, right, who, was, uh, who lost two uh, Republican senators yesterday, uh, McCaskill and uh, Maine and uh, uh, Alaska, she lost uh, as far as support. And um, it's, you know, it's, it's rhetoric, it's words. Uh, if you really believed half the garbage that was being spread around, uh, just, you know, walk out of your homes, lay in the street and, and lay there until you're dead, because that's that's what you're that's what you're portending is going to happen with the result of Donald Trump. And it's a it's a, it's a movement of ignorance. It's a movement. And again, trying to useful the Marshall idiots for their uh, their cause. So, well, it's we'll be working fine Kathy. with these people. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pro-Trump all the way, and I think he's going to do great things. And, it, and it's so disheartening to see all these, these constant lies coming out with everything. And, Kathy, that's what I've been railing against, the professional liars, because yeah. that's what the college campuses has, has been promoting. That's what they, they promote lies. They promote anarchy. They promote rhetoric. They promote uh, by any means necessary, and that needs to stop. And some funding needs to be looked at uh, nationwide. Uh, Kathy, appreciate the call today. Have a great day, my dear. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Kevin on line two. He's been very, very patient. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? You're on the Dan Connery Show. Good, Dan. Good morning. Uh, I think that the uh, Democrats, uh, they just need to keep doing what they're doing because they're uh, creating the greatest ads ever for the 2018 and 2020 election cycle. You know, the picture uh, says a thousand words when you have empty seats at, at the, uh, at the uh, confirmation hearings. And when you have uh, freedom of speech getting beat up in the streets, um, mm-hmm. those, those pictures, those images are going to be Come back to haunt the uh, Democrats. Come uh, 2018, 2020. How did it? How did it work out for the uh, Wisconsin Democrats who went down to uh, Illinois to hide out from the, their responsibility and the people's work uh, in 2010 and uh, the following years during the Act 10 uh, protests? Uh, they took their ball and didn't run home, but they left. They left home. They took their ball and ran away. They took their immaturity, their lack of. Uh, 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 rational uh, uh, policy. They took any uh, uh, serious thought and ran out and ran uh, ran away like little petulant children. And, uh, yep. and that should cost the Democrat Party for the next 30 years, as far as I'm concerned. Well, the, and then the other thing is uh, the free speech conservative movement just has to continue to keep their head and not fight back. Uh, I think of uh, I freedom marches. I think of the freedom marches of the uh, 60s, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, you know, that that passive uh, uh, a, a protest approach, you know, going in with and uh, and letting themselves get beat up. Uh, that imagery yeah. uh, created that movement, and I mean, it helped that movement. Uh, that truth, that truth, that truth, 
uh, resonates in the, in the United States till this very day. That truth of the brutality, the discrimination, the racism, and, and the bigotry, that truth resonates. And like you said, because of those images, we can never lie about it. We can never pretend it didn't happen. We can never pretend that the, there was a lot of things wrong uh, legally and morally with the United States at that time. And uh, many of us feel like, as if we address them very, very honestly, and we continue to address them honestly every day. And uh, is uh, society perfect? No. But for uh, the uh, the great irony is for the conservative movement uh, to uh, is to adopt Dr. Martin Luther King's uh, uh, policies. I think is a brilliant way to approach this, Kevin. A great call. I appreciate your time today. Well said. Um, yeah, damn right. And it's uh, and is the, the great irony, is it? Uh, content of the character, and uh, as we uh, recognize Black History Month in this country, I just find it incredible. Um, Black History Month, in the last couple of years, we've had young African-American kids who are allegedly being university educated telling the white people, please get to the back of the movement, get to the back of the uh, demonstration. This is over. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Only for people of color. Yeah, okay. I get it. And you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a bang-up job. Uh, Dan Connery Show, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. That's Sean Preble taking your calls. This is the Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. Dan Connery Show on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, everybody. Dan Connery Show. Glad to have you along at 50 past the hour. Preble, where is this show going? What the hell? It's wearing some running shoes, and it's on its way, man. It's it's like Dan Connery after a beer in the 1980s. (laughs) (laughs) Fleet of foot. Fleet of foot, my friend. And uh, if you'd like to give us a call, it's 321-1310, 321-1310. Toll-free, 877-235-1310. I guess uh, I've decided to just throw a uh, an amalgam of things into one pot today. I just I, I look at the direction of the country. I look at the reaction of the country to the election of Donald Trump. And the very same individuals, the very same anarchists who said, coexist, and Hillary said, if you, just, if you don't agree with the outcome, you're a bad American. You're talking down the democracy. You know, where was the outrage uh, the day before Election Day and where's the outrage on Election Day? If you were so frightened, if you were so offended and if you're so concerned about your future, why don't you get up and vote? But if George Soros gives you money to get up and throw fireworks and and light things on fire and break windows, then all of a sudden you show up. And once again, the more and more information I'm getting out of this this woman's march uh, the day after the inauguration, uh, once again, it has turned into a violent, nasty separatist um, uh, just a garbage movement. Um, a, a, a Muslim woman who is uh, it turned out to be a stone, filthy radical, a filthy Sharia law-loving individual, 
uh, and uh, it just it is what it is. And if if you were a pro uh, pro life movement, you were disinvited from this march. So again, I like to give a fair airing. I like to give a fair chance, and I like to get some of the facts before I. Uh, lash out against the movement. That movement is now a, a steaming pile of feces. To all the ladies out there, oh, it's going to be great. We'll get our pussycat hats and just run out there. Meow, 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 angry, meow, meow, hate men. And, uh, yeah, your your movement and the march is officially turned into a pile of garbage now. Steaming pile of feces. That's all it is. Had no message, has no decency, has no civility, and has no good ideas. That's it. That's the end of your, uh, uh, your movement there. How's, how'd that work out for you now? I'm a reasonable guy. I believe in the First Amendment. I believe that you should uh, lawfully assemble and uh, rail against anything you disagree with and, and be passionate about it. i got no problem with that. But Berkeley last night is just a portrayal of what is now in charge. And the hippie burnout and the malcontent and the closet uh, communist are now being exposed for what they are. We're going to have free college for the first family member who goes to school. It's going to be great. It's going to be free. Nobody's going to have to pay for anything. Uh, do we not have to still pay for uh, professors and salaries and uh, administration? Yeah, we 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 got to pay for that, right? So you're not an economics major, obviously. It's going to be free. That's going to be wonderful. God, I'm just I'm starting to lose it, man. Let's go to what uh, Eric on line one has been very patient. Hey, Eric, you're on the Dan Connery Show. I appreciate your time today. Hey, you're a great American. How are you today, buddy? I'm hanging in there, Eric. Hope you're doing well. Oh, good, good. I was just wondering, how long do these folks have to keep rioting, keep destroying their own neighborhoods, keep basically destroying private property, basically robbing innocent families from their way to support their families by destroying their business, and finally realize, hey, this is free speech? You know, how long do you think this is going to keep going? Do you think it will finally just, you know, click in their head that we're destroying our own neighborhood and and cutting our nose off despite our face? No, because the, the lack of education and civility and intellect since 1964, 65, uh, it, it's a movement of the, uh, the the radical communist moron and and the uh, the elites who are in power. Uh, as long as Donald Trump is in the White House, this is going to keep going. Uh, this, as long as the Republicans are still uh, the majority in the House and the Senate, this will keep going. But it's time for responsible media outlets to report this garbage for what it is, and it's garbage. And the fake stories coming out of the college, the fake incidents coming out of the college campus. If you hit uh, three fake, if, if there's three reports and they're proven to be fake and they're lies, uh, we need to start challenging administration and start challenging the, uh, the the money they're getting on campus. Let's see if they can police themselves. Let's see if they can sit down and have a rational conversation with the student body and say, listen, your lies, your destruction, your ignorance, and your rejection of uh, what is uh, classic education is going to start costing us money. So you got to reel it in, get it together, or we're going to have to uh, suspension at a minimum and obviously expulsion at the maximum. And you, they're going to have to start waking up. And, and full charges, by the way, full charges uh, with, uh, with any law locally and or at the state level or federal level. Uh, make sure these kids get locked up now, and maybe they'll start to wake up to the garbage. And, and we've tried kissing their rear ends for the last 30 years. That's not working. And uh, so instead of coddling, 
uh, it's time to incarcerate. Instead of coddling, it's time to uh, label them as the ignorance that they are. It's an ignorance movement. It's a moron movement, and it's a fake movement. Uh, and, exactly. and, needs, and we need to use language language like like that. It, it's exactly. That's, that's it, it. It, it's time for a little adult discipline. And yeah, I think I think Trump should turn around and say, "Hey, if you want to play this game, you can fund yourselves. I'm not wasting America's tax dollars on coddling you little snowflakes who need your." your little private space, and when things don't go right, you destroy people's private property. But I will say this. I think Trump just bought eight years, and then when Trump's done, if our oh, vice president's done a nice job, I think he bought at least four. I think uh, Eric, really I'm incli- I, I am inclined to agree with you, and thanks for the call today, pal. You have a great rest of the day. Um, I'm inclined to agree with Eric that every, every piece of uh, broken property, every burnt uh, vehicle, every uh, fire that's lit, uh, every nasty, angry, ignorant uh, protester and marcher out there. Uh, I believe if they identify as a college or university student, I say you spot check them with the sixth grade reading test. Uh, if they fail that expulsion immediately. Uh, if you want to play the game, let's play the game. And every stupid thing that's done today is going to add to the Trump uh, administration at least uh, 30 more days. So right now you're you're guaranteeing another four years. You're guaranteeing it. Uh, keep up what you're doing because I'm enjoying the hell out of it to a degree. Three two one thirteen ten toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. That's Sean Preble taking your calls. This is the Dan Connery Show News Talk thirteen ten WIBA. We shall return. In my bed, in my bed. So show me family All the blood that I will bleed I don't know where I belong I don't know where I went wrong But I can write a song This is the Dan Connery Show common sense common sense solutions that's where we have to go if we're going to save our state and save our country join the conversation at 321-1310 toll free at 1-877-235-1310 we as americans have the capacity now as we've had in the past to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom or hit him up on facebook and twitter common sense has become an uncommon commodity now dan connery on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin. Welcome back, America, if you're listening on iHeartRadio. And welcome back, Sean Preble. Sup? I, I'm uh, jolly and cheery, and, and, and I'm very happy. And uh, the hour is behind us. That last hour of negativity and, and hurt feelings are gone now. I feel better about <laughs> myself as a human. Is this now and, a safe uh, space? It's a safe space. You can. Uh, uh, there's a lot, not, not a lot of words you're allowed to use, though, in my safe space. <laughs> you gotta be very. You know, you know, oh, that's the. Way. <laughs> if the left is gonna have their way, if my uh, liberal friends have their way, all you could say is oh. That's, that's the only word you're allowed. To, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Fire good. Fire good. All right. And uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, tragic story out of Delaware at the correctional facility. It was announced just a few minutes ago. A uh, sergeant of corrections. Uh, was, in fact, uh, lost his life as a result of what took place. Uh, Sean, uh, you haven't considered that job in corrections. Um, Having been in law enforcement, 
Hell no. I'm, I'm right there with you, pal. That, that is one of the most dangerous jobs on the face of the earth. And the men and women I know who are involved in that position, I, I pray for them every single day, man. That's a tough, tough gig. Uh, and uh, and if you want to give us a call today, feel free to do that. It's 321-1310, 321-1310. Toll free, 877-235-1310. We just lost Tom, who, hold over for, who held over for the entire break. I was about to pick him up. Tom, you want to ring back in? I'll pick you up within seconds after you dial back in. I'm sorry about that. Um, I believe... Uh, yeah, you know, you, you're asking yourself, well, why am I all of a sudden am I, am I positive after hearing a story like that from uh, Delaware? I believe that the uh, we are at least going to have the uh, the argument now uh, with the lying narrative that was put forth by Barack Obama, Attorney General Holder, and Attorney General Lynch, and a very very militant uh, corrupt band of uh, attorneys out of the DOJ. Uh, who decided they were going to pursue police departments all over the country, that comedy is finally coming to an end. And I need uh, investigations uh, regarding education. I need investigations regarding culture. I need investigations regarding uh, the diminishing uh, population that we have, diminishing as far as intellect, thinking, reading, mathematical skills, uh, conversation skills, communication skills. I need an investigation on that world. Uh, let's go to Tom, who was uh, very, very patient. Hey, Tom, sorry about that, pal. Go right ahead with your call today. Appreciate your time. Thanks very much. No problem. Hey, I was just wondering, I've been listening to the media about the travel ban and all that stuff, and I, I think they failed to recognize that virtually every administration, including Obama and Clinton, have instituted some kind of travel ban, even going back to the administrations in the 40s. And why has the media just avoided this? point uh you know how's about the big one tom how's about the japanese internment camps in the united states during world war ii well how come how come we don't talk about that um yeah because that doesn't suit the democrat liberal communist party uh line so uh, the you know the the entire conversation is so bankrupt and it's so media driven and so democrat communist party driven that uh, people are afraid of it at first, and then they get angry with it. Then they realize it's time to start uh, speaking back. It's time to start raising your voice and saying, listen, you know, I, I don't give uh, the Trump administration a total pass on uh, their level of uh, accountability and what they need to have happen uh, as, as far as messaging. I, I'm okay with challenging the Trump administration. I'm fine with that. Uh, but do it with the truth. Do it with uh, uh, not a, a, a ideologically driven hatred of the administration. And the uh, and, and the press keep exposing themselves. And the fact is, history tells us the great lesson that Tom just pointed out for us is the fact is every administration has slowed, uh, at minimum, slowed the roll and or stopped the visa program and the refugee program at some point. Uh, we can't just hand over fists and say, okay, come on in, everybody. Um, it's a ridiculous conversation, and it's just part of a tactic, Tom. It's just part of a movement. I, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I just think if you're if you're going back to reporting 101, uh, you may, when you stress a point, you give both sides of the story, and and that's right. not happening, and uh, very dangerous. I should not know on page one, two, or three how the writer uh, votes. And uh, more and more newspapers across the country are starting to divulge to me how they vote. And that should not be happening on one page one, two, and three. That That's just that's corrupt journalism. That is very, very corrupt. And they have to wake up to the reality that they, they by far and wide, are very, very left-wing, very, very liberal. And uh, let's face it, people go to J school as, is not the first generation of college student getting a free hit at the University of Wisconsin, is it? Uh, Tom, appreciate your call today.
Uh, and Tom asked a very reasonable, rational question. Why? Why don't we know about the, uh, the, the history of the refugee programs, the visa programs, uh, how the visa program was corrupted by several of the 9-11 hijackers? Uh, going to school, love America, want to learn to fly. Okay, thanks for stopping by. Appreciate your help. Again, when you ask a common sense, rational question, why is there such pervasive uh, pathological lying coming from the college campus today? Why is that happening? And it needs to be discussed. Why do uh, college administrators uh, have zero control on the college campus today? Why is that not a healthy fear of uh, suspension and expulsion? Why? And everybody come out. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm, uh, are you going to college for the first time? You can come here free. It's not free, there, knucklehead. Not free. Somebody's got to pay for it. Uh, let's go. You're putting me back in a very negative mood. Let's go. Let's go to uh, Dave from uh, Much Maligned, Gurley in Kearney, Illinois. Hey, Dave, how are you, my friend? Appreciate your call. Go right ahead. Yeah, Dan, uh, this will brighten your day up. Um, this isn't my point, but I wanted to let you know this. You know that uh, um, that uh, uh, test bomb that uh, uh, Iran set up, it had yes. a Farsi written on it, death to America and death to Israel. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, Paul Ryan spoke about that this morning in an interview that I heard. So that'll make your day right there. And if that doesn't tell you their intentions, nothing else yes. will. <laughs> First of all, and then here, this but is my Dave, comment. academia, D- Dave, academia could look at that Farsi writing <laughs> and say to themselves, well, it's much more complicated than just that. OK, thanks for stopping by. Go ahead. Is that is that a line in the sand or uh, is that a, a, a streamline <laughs> in the air? I don't know. But uh, hey, but my point about the college campuses is um, these are nothing. If you want to talk about sanctuary uh, cities. These campuses are nothing but sanctuary safe spaces for the communist, leftist party, progressive party that you talk about. You can't attack them in their own safe space, and that's why they're fighting back. And here's a here's a another point. How come when you talk about when you talk about the economy of the school system, what do you do when something is too expensive? Don't you uh, lower the price of what you pay the people right. that work of the product? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How come we never do that? If you're a true socialist, if you're a true socialist, you go back to the people's farm and tell the farmer on the people's farm, you're going to sell this for less money now because the people can't afford it. And then the farmer goes out of business. That's the reality. You think they would would be out there teaching for nothing, you know, because they got all these these kids that you're going to indoctrinate. But anyway, we were discussing this in the hot tub with Professor Hernandez and we decided if we lower our salaries, it would be bad for us. No reason for explanation. Goodbye, Dave. <laughs> Dave <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you know, you mentioned the hot tub. All the good, all the good uh, foam floats to the top. So that's true. So. Yeah, all the happy foam. Yeah. I don't touch that line, yeah. Dave. Let's just go. I appreciate the call, Dave. And uh, three, two, one. I'm in the hot tub. And Professor Hernandez, you got a year free. The taxpayer will pay for it. Oh, oh, by the way, we need to hide a billion dollars here in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just incredible. And they sit there with a straight, you know, well, there's a reason for that. No, there's, uh, you don't understand the uh, nuances and the reality of this. Situation. Shut up. we got to bring back the word shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I know my uh, child psychologists love that one. Uh, 321-1310, 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. Dave from Gurney, Illinois, just a little fuse in my brain. Charlie, stand by. I'm going to pick you up in a sec. Just a little fuse in my brain. 
all the refugees that we want to take, all the uh, the downtrodden, all the individuals <laughs> that, that come into the United States, you may, they make a beeline right for the sanctuary cities in mass. Nowhere else but sanctuary cities, you go there. And you know what? We won't even do a security check. Come on in. Come on. Hey, this is Berkeley, California. In fact, now, thanks to the uh, Jerry Brown and the great state of California, uh, from state line to state line, it's a sanctuary state. We'd like to welcome you there. There you go. Come on in. Yeah, hi, everybody. And uh, then see how safe the cafes are for a few months. Uh, that's going to be great. Oh, New York City, come on. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, the the ground zero for the economic engine of the world. Yeah, they'll put up for that. Put up with that for only so long, I can guarantee you. Let's, let's take Charlie on line three. Then we'll take a break. We'll come back for the rest of your calls. Hey, Charlie, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today, pal. Go right ahead. Thank you, Dan. Uh, Marine here, and uh, I'm going to school. Semper Fi from my dad. And I had explained to a teacher about this whole situation was pro-liberal, obviously. And I said, look, miss, if there was 10 people outside of your classroom and one person wanted to do you harm, I would not let any of them in because I love you. And uh, the other people are not American citizens. If it just endangers one person, nobody gets in because I take my charge very seriously. Under Obama, the government was doing everything it wasn't supposed to do. For instance, men in women's bathrooms. Now yeah. the government's doing what it's supposed to do, protect our borders and protect our citizens and give us security. So I don't give a rip what these liberals think. Thank you very Isn't much. Isn't it funny that, Charlie, uh, Semper Fi for my dad, number one, number two, I, uh, isn't it funny that the celebration of Title IX by the Obama administration willing to penalize uh, several uh, uh, colleges and universities across the country and you have to obey federal law, all of a sudden federal law doesn't mean anything to anybody, especially when it comes to uh, the Trump administration. Um, you can't pick and choose the federal law that you like and you don't like. Uh, at the end of the day, you'll pay a financial price for that. And the litigation, I, I think, is going to be very, very interesting. Charlie, thank you for your common sense call today, pal. And uh, let's go to uh, we got to Charlie. We got to take a break. It's 18 past. I want to give William a full uh, uh, full few minutes here when we come back. William's going to be first after the break. I'm Dan Conry. That is the one and only Sean Preble putting up with my insanity today. This is the Dan Conry Show. News Talk 1310 WIBA. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, Madison. Glad to have you along. Preble, I got an idea, Preble. Did you ever see the movie Waiting? Did you ever see the movie Waiting for Guffman? Oh, yes. Yes, I have. All right. Yeah, it's a classic, and uh, Christopher Guest, uh, he did Best in Show, a lot of those. Uh, you you got you to gotta be insane to really like a lot. I, I loved uh, uh, Christopher Guest when he wrote for Saturday Night Live. Uh, in fact, Billy Crystal, Crystal was a uh, cast member when he wrote. And uh, but I, I just uh, how's about Corky St. Clair is the White House spokesperson. You're just bastard people. Yeah, I'm going to home and clutch my pillow. You bad bastard people. <laughs> and uh, God, I, I need to you know, Sean, I need to check out him hitting the end of the week. 
and I'm my tolerance level is going getting lower and lower. I don't know why, but the last couple of days I'm like, is is it because I think about like the, the simple thing like Title IX that uh, uh, Mr. Obama was going to use against colleges that didn't comply with the transgender bathroom nonsense. Uh, you know, oh great, or let me be clear, that's a great federal law. Shamalama ding dong, and he's sitting there with his you know mom jeans on, and uh, yeah, okay, uh, fine. And now all of a sudden, federal law doesn't count. All of a sudden, well, no, we reject, we reject, we reject federal law from the hot tub. And uh, I just, I'm starting to lose it, man. Uh, uh, Sean, if you can recommend the pill, I can take. I'll, I'll take it. Three, two, one, thirteen, ten. Bastard people. Three, two, one, thirteen, ten. Toll free. I really got to get out of the house more often, people. It's uh, starting to haunt me, man. Um, do you check? When, when do you check out a news? I mean, uh, yeah, you can tell we start to do it around Thursday, Friday, and. You know, you just pray you get through Friday and, and but uh, I, I've been doing it since last night. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, 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 it's the week winds down. I check out. And then, of course, the darn Sunday morning programs come on and we start uh, all over again. God, but yeah, that's why yeah. I DVR them. I DVR <laughs> them and listen and watch them as late as I can you know, just to get, keep most of my Sunday in my heart. And uh, but uh, let us keep going. We sally forth, my friends, on this Thursday edition of the Dan Conray Show, three two one thirteen ten toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. But I, I believe Corky Sinclair would be the perfect White House spokesman to soften up the image of Donald Trump. That's dirt people. Gonna go home and clutch my pillow. Let's go to uh, Charlie on line three. He's been very patient. Charlie, you're on the Dan Conray Show. Thanks for your time. Happy Thursday, my friend. Go right ahead. Charlie, Charlie is William. gone. This oh, Charlie, you're, 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 go ahead, Charlie. Uh, this is William. I'm sorry, William. Go right ahead. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry. Happy Shamalama Ding Dong, Dan. <laughs> Happy Shamalama Ding Dong. There you go. These people, uh, uh, they should be labeled for what they are, Berkeley. I saw it in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm born and raised here. Uh, okay. I know these people intimately. I saw conservative speakers once again shouted down by Stalinist fascists. And that's what they are. Uh, uh, people could say, well, wait a minute, you can't be a Stalinist or a fascist. Oh, yes, you can. Um, <clears throat> it's the same instinct they have. This is a lust, a vampiric lust for power. You Ooh, look I like these that. People's, yeah, you look into these people's eyes, that's all they're interested in. They, they, could care, they don't care what the construct is, what the political construct is. It's, these are Stalinist fascists lusting for power. A fellow wrote a book back in the 70s. I still remember Bill Buckley interviewing me. It's called Alan Bloom. He wrote a book called The Closing of the American Mind. Everyone knew it was everyone that, that uh, thought critically and had an instinct for, for this country knew this was coming on. This is nothing different. Nothing has changed. These are the same people, different clothes, different fashion, a different zeitgeist. That's who they are. They want to William, tear down uh, our institutions, and that's, what, that, that's who they are. Pure and simple. Uh, William, now number one, not, o- not only number one do I love your analysis, number two, uh, you're a lifelong uh, Madison. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Resident, I, I, I got to ask you, because I, I yeah. felt the same way about uh, my neighborhood uh, back east. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you had the Bushmill section here in uh, Madison. You had great ethnicity. Uh, you, in, in fact, Madison has a great uh, uh, moonshining background. Uh, and uh, uh, I, I just, uh, yeah, it, it was uh, uh, the changes you've seen. You know, obviously, we're going to progress. We're going to uh, change it and evolve in certain ways. And I think some yeah. of the, uh, the social progression is a very positive thing, a very good thing. Uh, but. Uh, the the closed mindedness. I'm shocked by uh, the Democrat Party that used to be, uh, and that's why I'm no longer a member. Uh, the closed mindedness and the intolerance and the hatred that comes from the left today, uh, and they can't seem to acknowledge that. Why is that? It's after, well, this I've seen this my whole life. I saw this in yeah. my co- the, my cohort growing up. People would branch off into different areas of philosophical, you know, spiritual pursuits or whatever. Yeah. But this instinct, this Stalinist fascist instinct that we are right, therefore you are wrong, has has maintained and grown and metastasized among this group of people that has now taken over the Democrat Party. But uh, they, when they're challenged, and I start, uh, there's uh, Tucker Carlson. I, I don't watch much TV, but I've watched him, and he's starting to bring people on to to challenge them. And I would challenge. I've been all fascinated by his you. show. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. I, I just want to compliment you. I've been fascinated, uh, fascinated by his show for the sheer fact that, and you know what? Good for the, uh, for the leftists who are coming on trying to defend. They come out pretty bad sometimes, but they, at least they give it a shot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, Saturday Night Live, unwatchable for many, many years. But I would challenge all the academics that, that infect the University of Wisconsin, Stalinist fascists, to come down from their seated ivory tower and defend themselves on a show like yours. Are they going to do it? No, because they're frightened. They're scared. Yeah. That's who they are inside. These are frightened little people that are putting on the guise of, of, of this, this lust, and, and it's starting to crumble before their eyes, and, and they're being backed into a corner. It's like a bear with a bad tooth, and they're going to strike out. And this is just the beginning. This is just William. I believe. uh, Thank you for the phone call, number one. I believe that you're right that uh, the left absolutely detests individuals like you and me who might have been Democrats back in the day. And I still have a liberal thought process uh, regarding open exchange and open ideas. And they detest us. They absolutely detest us. No doubt about it. Great call, William. Appreciate your time today. Uh, We got time for Rob. Let's get him in here right away. Rob, you're on the Dan Connery Show. Thank you for your patience today. Go right ahead. Hey, but I wanted to call and talk about uh, the DOC, but just a quick one first. So these people that are protesting, um, they're morons protesting. Think back to the Halloween riots that we had here in Madison. I actually knew yeah. they caught a felony there. These are a lot of educated, the so-called good kids that were out there marching. People protest the protest because they're morons and they want to destroy things and not get in trouble because there's a mob and they don't feel like they'll ever get, ever right. get pinned or caught. So I, it, there is no cause. They they don't really have a cause. They they just use anything as a reason to go do that. My question for you, and as the liberals out there might be listening, uh, we hear all these questions about Sheriff Clark and what happens in the, the jail system down there, the county lockup. And for years, that guy has been asking for more deputies, for more staffing. You know, the left always likes to say that how we don't take care of the prisoners and educate and rehabilitate. But anytime you have people asking for more help, you lose. I had a, a kid that worked for me that actually went to work for the DOC out of Milwaukee. He lasted six months. These kids were getting run wow. into the ground, double shifted, mandatory double shifting, mandatory overtime. The DOC is a joke right now. And I feel like our administration here in the state of Wisconsin has taken a lax approach. And what the result is, is things like tragedies that happened like today. 
I mean, look what it took for Madison to add more officers. Dave, Dave Cheslevich had to get mob assaulted at a meeting for people screaming for more officers in order for him to put in the budget. All you lefty idiots out there that whine and complain when something happens in a jail, why don't you start funding it? Yep. Uh, Rob, uh, I, I completely agree, number one. Number two, uh, doesn't it make you think about the reaction of the uh, sheriff uh, when he said he was not going to be part of the Palace Guard during the Act 10 protests, that you had a member of law enforcement, certainly an elected official, uh, but a member of a law enforcement that literally come out and say, I'm not going to protect uh, the, the Capitol. I'm not going to be part of the Palace Guard. Uh, very, very irresponsible language, very, very reckless language. And uh, I, I hated to hear a, a fellow... Uh, brother in law enforcement uh, use language like that, whether or not he responded afterwards, uh, not healthy, not a healthy approach. And uh, certainly the politics uh, play into uh, the decision making. And Rob hit the nail on the head. You know, it's all fun and games. And if but if it's a sheriff that you don't agree with politically, all of a sudden you can't find the money. All of a sudden you can't make adjustments. All of a sudden, when the prisoners are not uh, offered uh, safe uh, uh, environments, the prisoners I'm talking about here, safe environments, uh, whether it be attacked or uh, rehabilitation, education, medicine, regardless, uh, where are your priority levels? If we want to lock them up, I'm right there with you. Uh, discipline is a good thing. Uh, the law is a good thing. Uh, but don't shout down the people who need more money to uh, get their job done either. It's, um, once again, hypocrisy at work. Uh, Got to take a break. 31 past the hour. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. The Guffman News is really big, and uh, I don't truthfully think that the cast understand how big. Um, They don't know the New York thing. They haven't been through it, and I have, you know, so it is kind of on my shoulders. And going to the Big Apple for the first time, you know, is (laughs) such an experience. You never forget it. It stays with you for your whole life. Me, you know, right out of the Navy, you know, fresh off a destroyer, with a dance belt and a tube of chapstick, basically, you know, not really much to call my own. And then basically being slammed down for 10 or so years, you know, off, 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 off Broadway. And then enough is enough, okay? I get the joke. And is that going to happen again? I don't know. I mean, and I don't want it to happen again. In my deepest, deepest of hearts, I do not want it to happen again. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, everybody. Don't you just hate when somebody talks about a movie you haven't seen in a long time and now you desperately have to find this movie after you discussed it, uh, Sean Preble? Just, uh, yeah, now i got to go watch uh, Waiting for Guffman. And uh, did you see Best in Show? I, I enjoyed Best in Show, too. I thought it was just dead on. That one, and it's interesting, Terry Bell came in after the news, and he first off says, I love that movie. And he puts Waiting for Guffman, number one, uh, Best in Show, two, and um, I agree. I Mighty agree Wind, three. I, I would put Best in Show, and maybe it's I, 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 the dog people I know. Although you're a dog person, too. Well. You put it well, right up. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's, I, I really, and I like the, the whole nah, cookie. there was just... Uh, to me, the the best in show was just it nailed 
the local community theater crowd, which I've dealt with, which I know. And, and yes, I've, I've done the newer thing as well since I lived there. Just uh, bastard people. <laughs> and uh, just it's just a, I, Christopher Guest is a madman. I oh, love his writing. He's just a psycho. He's just insane. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's written a lot of uh, – in fact, um, the most famous of all, the uh, the band. Uh, oh, God. Uh, uh, the I, band. I Spinal Tap. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Spinal Tap. Yeah. Thank you, man. Wow, almost lost that word, too. I've really got to work on words that leave my brain and never come back. And I, everybody sends me suggestions via email. Dan, you need to do this. You need to practice. This. No, no, they're gone. They When they leave my brain, that's it. It's a, it's a brain tumor, radiation slash stroke thing that you wouldn't understand <laughs> unless my you've, you've had that procedure done. And, uh, the, the, go the, I was going to say with Best in Show, I, I to me, I love the whole thing with, with Cookie and her history and that she's, you know, she's married to this upright, responsible uh, guy who did everything right. And she's got a bit of a yep. adventurous and everybody's recognizing her. I see. I, I, I. I God, I love that movie. That's... Hey, Cookie, long time no see. How you been? Hey, how you <laughs> doing? Recording. Yeah, let's not get into too much detail right now. Recording and, uh, studio, yeah. <laughs> oh God, too good, too good. In fact, uh, now I have to give myself. You know, what? I'll, I'll I'll give myself up for this segment uh, to reveal uh, how I lost my. You remember the two Yorkie stories uh, in uh, the Twin Cities, I believe, uh, Preble. But I'm, yeah, I'll I get share. sad about that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I lost my guy, uh, uh, lost a man card big time at a trial on this one, and um, I, uh, my ex from St. Paul, uh, she had two Yorkies, Angus and Penelope. I named Angus Angus because he was Angus and he was about three pounds. And my buddy uh, John from uh, <laughs> from Janesville would uh, appreciate the way I know. that he's a great we he's a great giant dog. I like that. He's about three pounds, so I'll name him Angus. And he's a very angry, you know, little three pound dog. I loved him. Um, we, uh, so we had these two Yorkies and she was in the advertising industry, very, very uh, heavyweight, uh, uh, gal in the industry. And she's the one who got me into talk radio and she'd come home one day. She's like, uh, uh gather the puppies. We're going to the Westminster dog show. I was like, oh, she didn't have a British accent, but it's funny this way. Uh, so it's, it's, we, we gathered the dogs and we're literally staying at the New York hotel. Because that's where all the Yorkies, it was literally, it was literally the Yorkie Hotel what? in New York. It was the West, yeah, I swear to God, dude, it, you, you got there. It was the only Yorkies allowed at the New York Hotel during the dog show. And uh, and as anybody who's been to the dog show, it's where every old lady and gay man in America goes at one time. <laughs> and uh, so I go, we take Angus Penelope. And by the way, we have Louis Vuitton carrying cases Ooh. for the dogs. I don't know if I told you about that. Louis Vuitton's. And, uh, and so I'm carrying Angus. It's, you know, it just if my friends from Brooklyn could see me now, you know, that's what I'm thinking is that we're getting on the plane. So we fly into New York and we go to the hotel and women are just losing their minds talking about bows and they're exchanging sweaters for the dogs. I'm like, God, kill me now. Just take me now. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. So uh, we get to the dog show, and I'm like, my God, I've never seen anything like this. In the, in the rotunda, uh, just thousands upon thousands of dogs and makeup. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I said makeup and uh, hairstyling and blow dryers. I'm like, I can't believe this. Um, and so I said, listen, I'm going to grab a newspaper. I'm going to go and sit in the stands. You have a good time because during the day they have four runs on Madison Square Garden. So there's four separate runs before you get to the big show where you get to the televised aspect where I believe Joe Garagiola used to MC the event. So we, uh, I'm sitting in the stands and I'm reading the New York Post and I'm reading the sports section. And I start talking to this lady sitting next to me. And we're going back and forth. I'm making her laugh, telling her jokes like, you know, why I don't want to be there. And 
And uh, we go, and I realized this, this is a good looking dame. You know, I'm, I kind of checked her out a little bit. You know, she was in her 70s and just really a good looking dame still. And she, had a, she had a great voice. You know, I like you. You seem to have a very nice sense of humor, and I like you very much. And I'm like, yeah, it's a cool voice. Then it dawns on me who the hell I'm talking to. I'm, I'm hanging out with Lauren Bacall at the dog show, at the Westminster Dog Show, <laughs> Minster Dog Show. It's Lauren Bacall. So now i got to be a uh, you know, cool New York guy. You know, i got to pretend, uh, yeah, I'm not phased. It's a celebrity. It's cool. So I'm sitting there going back and forth, back and forth, and uh, I'm getting up to say goodbye, and i got to go back down to the run to get her and the dogs off of there. And, and, uh... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, we stand up. Now, Lauren McCall was easily six foot tall and she had heels on that day. And as uh, Sean can uh, tell you, uh, you know, I'm a staggering 5'7 in the morning. And so I stood up and I looked at her and I said, how do I acknowledge this woman without seeming like a starstruck imbecile? And I, I say to her, uh, I said, uh, wasn't Humphrey about the same size? And she says, oh, yes, he was. And you're very funny. And uh, you're very, very cute as well. Very nice meeting you. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I, ma- I made her laugh, too. So that was kind of she thought I was cute. So I got that going for me. Uh, let's oh, see. Uh, now that. Yeah, lost the man card at the trial on radio all of that. So very sad time. Did you get you got that trial on? Uh, um, did somebody send you that trial? Previously? Somebody and I don't know if I do believe somebody said to me now where that ended up in the files is is the big question. I did get a CD a couple of years ago, and I don't know where it's somewhere in this building. Which somewhere. reminds me, I got to get you some cash uh, before you uh, just oh, give you money for so you what? Don't play that. Oh, <laughs> I don't don't ever play that. He's, he's a thou. Keep quiet. Let's take Lowry before the first break of this segment. Uh, so that's how Dan Conway lost his man card at the Westminster Dog Show, hanging out with Lauren Bacall, who thought I was very, very cute. Lowry, you're on the Dan Conway show. Thanks for your time today, and I, I hate to humiliate myself, but it's the only the right thing to do. Go ahead, Larry. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to remind you. Don't you don't know how to segue out of that uh, that little segment, do you, Larry? You're just completely uncomfortable right now, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead, Larry. Sorry. I, I mean, you were going through that. I was going to talk about something actually serious. No, no. Have at it, my friend. Anything uh, flies on the Dan Conry show. Have at it, my friend. Okay, I'll uh, go at it. Anyway, the seventh uh, <laughs> and eighth, uh, your county board supervisors from all over the state will be at the legislative exchange meeting with the legislators in Madison, and anybody that has any uh, ideas that they would like to bring forward, they should contact their county board supervisors to take. And they would get a lot more attention that way. In other words, email their county board supervisors. They can take it forward to the legislators. Now, I have one issue in particular that I'm working on that everybody in the state is interested in, and that is reducing uh, costs in local government, our county government. Uh, We, under an antiquated state law, are required to... Uh, publish all these uh, minutes and notes and that in in the local newspapers. Uh, Right now, there's one Democrat and two uh, uh, state uh, assembly representatives that are circulating a bill that would reduce that requirement where you could put on the Internet. Because realistically, if you want somebody to see what you and know what your county is doing, they can go on the Internet and find it because most people don't get the newspaper anyway. 
Yeah, Larry, in fact, uh, several states are going after that. That, that. Remember the pages of legal notices you used to read back in the day? And I, I think that's a very pragmatic approach. The Internet is uh, certainly much more available now, and newspapers just ain't what they used to be revenue. Wall Street Journal is actually uh, um, lowering some operations internationally. Uh, Larry, uh, good call. Appreciate your time t- today, my friend. Don't hesitate to uh, offer information like that ever. And uh, thank okay, you for your and time, I may Larry. give you a call while I'm at the legislative exchange. I'd like to know if anything new or interesting pops up. You will be our on-field reporter, Larry. I appreciate your time today, pal. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, good call, Larry. Appreciate that. Uh, again, uh, don't you don't hesitate to call the Dan Connery Show, Sean. Uh, are, are we afraid of anything on this show? Are we afraid of any topic on this show? No, we are not. Never have we it's, turned somebody away who took the time to call us. It's never happened. Absolutely. And I, I got a, I, I got received here by Anne from the Twin Cities. Uh, she said, Dan, regarding your visit to the Westminster Dog Show in New York City at Madison Square Garden, um, I know it sounds bad, but uh, – um, it gets balanced out by Lauren Bacall's calling you cute, so you get your man card back, and I appreciate that. You know, you're not with that, are you, Preble? No, I'm with that. No, Lauren Bacall, you should get a gold-plated man card. I, hey, you know, I, no one I else said I was cute? Who's no one it? said it. Who else said I was cute? Uh, Maureen O'Hara. She was the uh, uh, one of the grand marshals for the St. Patrick's Day Parade in the 1990s, and she was in the movie called The Quiet Man, one of my favorite John Wayne movies, uh, when he was in Ireland. And uh, and and she was in also a movie that I sadly I was compared with a lot. It was a movie called Only the Lonely with John Candy when he played the Chicago police officer. Maureen O'Hara played her mother. And uh, at the time, I had put on a lot of weight and uh, everybody saw the movie and they were like, that's Danny. Oh, my God. Look at the obese <laughs> cop. It's Danny. Oh, my God. God, I got to do a sit up. And it turns out I had a brain tumor on my pituitary gland. So I had, I, 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 I am big boned and I had some medical problems. You just bastard people. And, uh, uh by the way, you got a recommendation, uh, uh television wise here, Preval. Um, uh, Jess, if you liked uh, a mighty wind and best in show and waiting for Guffman, there's a new show on Netflix called, um, uh, and the last name is uh, Sheets. Sheets. I'll pronounce it Sheets because I don't want to get in trouble. It's called Sheets Creek, but it's not spelled that way. <laughs> Sheets <laughs> Creek with uh, Eugene Levy. I believe his son is a, a assistant director or, or a, a, a producer on that show as well. He might be a, a director as well, Levy's uh, son, which tells me I know too much about Hollywood. I got to get a life. And, uh, you know, let's take a break, people. This Mensa meeting is uh, almost over, and we'll re- regroup and come back <laughs> in just a couple of minutes. Bastard people. That's your Preble. I'm Dan Connery. A mighty wind. <laughs> Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WYBL. at 321-1310, toll free at 1-877-235-1310, or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. 
Welcome back, everybody. Dan Conry Show. Uh, where the show went today, I have no idea. Even though I started out cranky, we're uh, finishing up happy. We're taking you right to Rush and Sean. Make sure you stick around. 3 o'clock, the Vic- Vicky McKenna Show. Make sure you're here. We have the equipment to surveil you to make sure you're there at 3 o'clock. Vicky McKenna Show. And um, I, uh, there's, there's breaking news out of Hollywood, uh, Sean Preble, and I just want to let you know. Matthew McConaughey says we should support President Trump. We should get behind him. And uh, so all is right with the world now. Everything, everybody calm down. No sense burning things up. No sense attacking in, in each other. And because that's uh, all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> I, I right. just read a, uh, a, a he was in Playboy probably six months ago, a uh, an interview with him. And I just got around to reading it. And uh, not that it should be. Because a sh- the pictures got in the way. <laughs> yes. uh, it should be a surprise. And I think with some of his history, people know this. That dude's a strange duck, man. He is uh, a bit he's of He's an interesting own. cat. Yeah. yeah. And I notice he tends to get a little bit more patriotic when a couple of his movies bomb, which they have, the last two out of the box. Um, and and I, I thought he, uh, you know when I thought he really recovered himself? I think he's a very good actor. He was in that uh, that HBO miniseries, The, the Police Story. Oh, yeah. Um, Detect- True Detective? It was phenomenal. Detective Story, thank you. Uh was phenomenal. He did a great job and. You know when he rehabilitated himself with me uh, when he did the uh, Lincoln Lawyer? I thought that was one of his best because he did a series of, um, uh, you know, romance movies. That were just uh, He just had a lot of bad movies in a row. And uh, Lincoln Lawyer brought him back, and then he headed out of the park with it, with a few movies after that. And uh, But it's just I, I, for anybody to say that, that Hollywood or a musician or – uh, somebody who is just outside the norm and who is a radical, it's certainly not going to be somebody who has an impact on me because I don't call for their censorship. Um, if I'm at a concert, though, and if I'm if, if I'm watching the movie, I don't want to see shaded uh, political uh, nuance. And um, it, it's interesting to me. I don't know if you recall this right after the election, uh, Sean. You two decided not to uh, release the latest album that they were going to drop. And it, I just find it incredible because especially when you're visiting the United States <laughs> uh, and you're an artist and you're making Yankee dollar, Joe. Yeah, you're making a lot of Yankee dollar, Joe. Don't think that every European musician uh, and every uh, musician in Asia or the Middle East, uh, don't think coming to America is that that's their number one goal. If they think they're a band that's worth anything, they want to get to the States uh, because that's where real fame is. That's where real money is. And uh these very people come down and, and, and condemn the United States. Oh, they're capitalists. Oh, they, they believe in the material things too much. And uh, the election of Trump is, uh, we, we gotta, we're not going to release our album. We're going to take a step back and take a deep breath. You know, we're going to rewrite some of our, you know, shut up. Just sing the song and, uh, and we say thank you. And uh, that's that's when I get annoyed uh, when they alter their art for the sake of American politics. When they feel it, oh, I have to take a step back. Yeah, how's about you shut your filthy uh, European mouth who are trying to stand here and make Yankee Dollar Joe? Uh, all you need to do is say, thank you. That's all you need to do there, son. That's all you need to do. The guy's older than me, and I'm calling him son. <laughs> but uh, I really got to get out of the house. And, uh, so, Sean, you have never, even though you and I disagree, and I've never heard you quote a celebrity or a Hollywood type or a musician that say, well, you know, this is how this is. Yeah, I've never heard you cite no. anybody being important from that world. No. And it's uh, – 
And why do why do our why does our society think this way? That's that's the perplexing question I have. They and um, then, they seem to think, and it's and I gosh, I'm gonna get in trouble for things. But you know how like beautiful girls oftentimes have these really kind of bizarre opinions, and it's because everybody's yeah. always told them they were right. I think a lot of people in Hollywood the same thing is they think they matter because they have people around them that always say, "Oh yeah, you're right, absolutely well said." When in in real life, those people are thinking. <laughs> God, you're an idiot, but man, can you ever act? It's uh, I, I'll give you a better example of what you just said brilliantly. Mm. Uh, how's about Barack Hussein Obama, who didn't have the grades to go to uh, school in New York, but yet somehow, some way, he wound up there, uh, was not a genius in undergrad, and somehow, some way, oh, he's a, he's a law school grade, he's a genius, he's a professor. And oh, oh by the way, yeah, you're, you're so smart, you're so, you're so good. Uh, come on, you could be a state senator, and then you'll be senator, and then, and then you're going to be president, which he was for two terms. And uh, But the beginning of the first term, what are the uh, paternalistic uh, Nobel uh, Award types? Uh, we will give him the Nobel Peace Prize because he's done nothing, and he's been impressed his entire life and uh, and this is why i say the socially promoted starting in the 1980s this is what you get uh, this is what you what you fought for gang and uh, now it's like well yeah he, he was the he was the mold of mediocrity and uh, and the little angry talk show host is you know just pointing it out sorry all right we got to take a break tomorrow is friday thank the lord i think sean and i both need that if you want to track me down it's at dan connery on twitter at d-a-n-c-o-n-r-y and how do you spell relief at p-r-e-b-s-o-l at Preepsol, R at P-R-E-B-S-O-L. If you want to track down Sean Preble, this has been the Dan Connery Show. Happy Thirsty Thursday, because Sean and I know we're going to go, go get uh, Waiting for Guffman and watch that sometime this weekend. And uh, Sean Preble's off a couple of days next week. He, I'm going to make him divulge this tomorrow. We'll talk about it later. Have a great day, everybody. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.